Welcome to the podcast, Ambitious, Audacious ADHD Woman. This is a place where we can really be ourselves. This is my biggest intention for myself and for anybody else that is going to join me. I believe that the more that we can use our innate strengths and talents and be fully who we are, the better this world will be and the most successful, fulfilling lives we will experience. So thank you for joining me and enjoy this episode. Hello, 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 and so happy that you are joining me. Now, I am coming to you from a really happy, joyful place today. And the whole reason for my happiness and joy and excitement is friendship. And this episode is dedicated to my wonderful friends that have seen me through so many tricky situations, so much joy, so much laughter. And this is dedicated to them. And this episode really is about reconnecting and how I have recently been reminded how important it is to reconnect with people because I was a real connector all of my life. And probably looking back because I thought I was maybe rubbish at everything else, but I knew I could understand and read people. And I loved people. I love people. However, in the last few years, I, like many other people, and this could very well resonate with you, I realized that my world had become increasingly smaller. And because I'm a connector, I had stopped reaching out. And I've really learned over this lifetime. And actually, it wasn't for me any other way. I'm not one of those people that thinks because I'm reaching out that you should do the same. I always just naturally, for whatever reason, never really took umbrage or took it as a personal insult if nobody contacted me because I saw it as my role to contact others because I know for some people, including myself sometimes, it's much easier to think about the person in your mind and have love for them and think about them, but then put off connecting to another day. Especially with neurodiversity, you know, there's many reasons for that on many different levels. But I know that people struggle with that. So it really, really did not offend me in any way if I was the one that was always reaching out. However, in lockdown, I really got used to, I wasn't alone because I had two children and I was in the house and I was actually doing lots of Zoom classes and workshops and and calls for lots of young people. And I'm really proud of that. And it was a really special time in my life, actually, because we were we were a community together. And perhaps because of that, I let slip the connection with my friends outside of that. And then 
because I've been so busy with, you know, children, business, podcast, um, all the things that I wanted to investigate and explore. I feel that I really did, until very recently, lose a lot of the connections with my friends. And I believe that I can always get them back, but that's not the point. I was becoming more and more insular. And part of me really enjoyed that because the first time I realized I am introverted in many ways, I have to I have to really look after my energy, which sounds like woo-woo, and perhaps for some of you it is, but for me, I've really realized that I need to go to the toilet and regroup. Sit on the loo. Me and my my friend were laughing about this. We were exchanging stories yesterday about this. And she was like, oh, my God, do you do that too? Because she used to be extremely extrovert and sometimes is like me, but also learnt, probably over lockdown, that she really loves to be inside on her on her own, doing her work. And yeah, it can be a bit of a revelation. But going back to the fact that we are hardwired as as humans for connection, it is absolutely vital for us to be able to not just survive, but thrive and to really live long and happy lives. So a shout out, take a moment to think about all of your friendships, the people that you connect with on a daily basis, and just reminding us all really how important that connection is, both physically and mentally. You know, and pets also are of vital importance in this as well. But our humanness, our vitality, if we're to really thrive, really is 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 really connected to this part of us that wants to be seen, heard, touched, understood by other humans. And I'm just going to share with you that yesterday, oh my God, yesterday I met up with my oldest, bestest, not oldest, oldest actually, but some of my bestest friends in the whole world. And we have between us, well, a couple of the girls yesterday, I've known 25 years at least, a couple of others uh, a little less, but still over 20 years. And it was used to be one of the highlights of my year, meeting up with my girls in Spain because one of us one of us one of them has got or had got an apartment in Spain which she very kindly used to allow us to kind of convene in and honest to god it was epic it is it was like pure medicine so you know we we laughed until we cried and literally peed our pants so often. It's ridiculous. We went dancing. We went to parties at Nikki Beach. We drank 
jugs of sangria on our favorite beaches while the lucky lucky man sold us bags and sunglasses and all of that stuff you know we had pole dancing competitions around the umbrellas and i i'm guessing you're getting the vibe here it ah oh, it is still a standout story and actually that is retold every time we see each other so obviously yesterday we retold it again and it's a story about my TMI but my abundant pubic hair at the time and I remember just being in the apartment and then just popping into the shared bathroom you know as all the girls running out in and out of each other's bathrooms and I will never forget the look of horror of wonder as my Essex friends surveyed this unexpected forest. And wide-eyed is an understatement, but I just never forget, in unison, the kind of, oh, Katie, oh, Katie. And as I look back on all of this, one that's one of many moments, but we retell it because it was just the horror and the just ridiculousness of this situation and the, the fact that I didn't realise that that wasn't a thing. Anyway, it is just one of the examples of the most brilliant, life-giving, joyful pee pants inducing moments where oh we cried so much with laughter we hurt and I just don't think you can get any better medicine in life and guess what guess what happens next we stopped doing it life got in the way Teenagers, health crisis, COVID, family strife, business, work, life admin. So yesterday, we reclaimed our time for the first time in years. Yes, years. It's actually been, we saw each other briefly in between the COVID parts, but I think it's like four years since we've been properly together. So as you can imagine, we hugged, we squawked, we squealed, we laughed, we listened. We didn't actually cry, even though we did get tears. But we sat in Soho House in Brighton from 11 o'clock in the morning until six o'clock. And obviously we could have stayed there all night. If, if 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 we could have, we absolutely would. But obviously, life admin reeled us back in. But we put a date in the diary for the 7th of December, a sleepover at my partner's. He's not there. And we are going to create a kind of circle, a circle of celebrating, of fucking celebrating ourselves because we deserve it. 
We are, so I'm going to share kind of some practical energy tools that we can all use anytime, anywhere. We are probably going to go and sit around this brand new fire pit and ritualistically burn our negative limiting beliefs that aren't really doing us any favors anymore. And we are going to bring in the new energy. Because I already feel this new energy from my beautiful friends, even from spending that many hours. It is palpable. We are on the WhatsApp already, like all of us kind of loving each other and just so excited to see each other again soon and really noticing a difference in our happiness levels and that our tribe is back together again. So it is so, so important. And this was a massive reminder to me that I remember now in every part of my body, this is what lights me up. My friends, my deep, enduring love for my friends. And not only that, I realize that I'm on this planet to learn always. And also the quickest way to learn is to teach. So to get the opportunity to teach and to share some of the tools I have learned to my greatest loves is double, double happiness, as one of my awesome teachers, Magali, would say. And this human connection, this ability to reach out and connect to enable us to thrive and not just survive, you know, especially if you are or you do consider yourself neurodiverse. Our friends, friend, we only need one friend to make a difference. Our friend, our friends remind us of our brilliance, remind us of our strengths. They can often see what we continually actually fail to see. They remind us of our humanity, of our humor, of our kindness, and we all see it in each other. And obviously, we can be ourselves. You know, I love this quote. We can be ourselves because everyone else is taken. And this is pure freedom to me. This is the ability to show my messed upness, to show my vulnerability, to say things that I probably shouldn't say that don't make sense. And to talk over each other in excitement, even though I'm practicing not to do that and I think I'm doing very well. Um, So my inquiry to you, if you have been hiding a little bit, if your world has got a little bit smaller over the last few years, what little thing could you do this week, today? that would maybe help you reconnect, taking the first little step to reconnect. Borrow my belief, if you want to, that you're the connector and there's no, it's, there's no, there's the opposite of shame in that. It's a really brilliant thing to be proud of being a connector 
And if you're not a connector already, begin to be a connector. It's a brilliant thing. And who could you connect with? It could be friends from the past, friends that you don't see so much anymore, or friends to be. Who knows? When you start connecting now, who are your friends going to be in the future? Because it is absolutely imperative to do this, to reconnect on every level. And uh, a doctor called Tara Swart explains this really, really well, actually. That kind of the everyday human or the overriding human need for connectedness with other humans is vital and gives a really good example of this as she kind of explained that her heart rate monitor proved this to be absolutely true when it recorded that when her husband gave her kisses on her face goodbye while she was kind of in slumber at 5 a.m., her HRV monitor showed a really high spike in resiliency. I mean, it's scientific proof that showing this, that this is neuroprotective, the human touch on our physical health, it shows the neuroprotectiveness of what that means to touch other humans. And she also reminded me that we used to sleep together as tribes. We often slept on our left sides. Perfect position for what they recently know to be the glymphatic glymphatic system. Because when we sleep, toxins are literally flushed out of our brains. And this is why sleep hygiene is absolutely vital for a healthy brain. And I'm going to go into that in another episode. And in fact, me and my friend Daisy are currently uh, finishing up workshops on this very subject. But we used to lie on our left side, huddle together for warmth, but not just for warmth, for comfort, for connection. We knew to survive, to touch each other, to sleep together was absolutely key. So let this story, let my remembering, maybe, maybe has kind of woken you up to how you can bask in the joy that is friendship that is connection and really reach out to somebody this week and you know what this has started something in motion obviously we saw each other yesterday we've planned a another meeting really soon and all different kind of openings today out of the blue, but not really because it's like an energetic match because I'm opening up myself to be open to reconnecting and actually is really excited about it. I've got my big birthday next year and 
I was reticent and just kept putting off. But now I'm like full on action mode planning who I can meet. Me and my old friend Sarah reconnected this morning, who just come back off a fabulous work trip. And we shared me the photos and I worked and traveled with her all around the world. So we started sharing stories. And then we said, right, we've both got big birthdays. Let's get everyone together and go away. So literally, my re-meeting with my beautiful loves of my life friends has made such a massive difference to my spirit, to my energy, to my soul, to my purpose, to everything. I have really been able to serve my clients today. It's just blooming awesome. So I love you. I feel you. I see you and would love, love, love for you to reconnect with somebody this week. See you next time. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you would like more of this kind of stuff, join us at We Love People School for people that want to create lasting relationships, great communication and build a life that means that they can be fully themselves. Thank you for listening. Thank you.